Hi, welcome to our show, A Moment with Christ. I'm so glad you're able to join this podcast. We're going to sit back and hear what the Holy Spirit has to tell us and just breaking down these readings or even have interviews with special guests. But as always, I'd just like to thank you for taking the time to choose to listen to this podcast. May God bless you always. Talk to you shortly. Hi, this is Ismael. Welcome to A Moment with Christ. I'm glad to join. I'm glad you all joined us today. Um, so today's reflection is based on uh, the second letter of Paul to the Thessalonians, chapter 2, verses 1 through 3, Alpha, verse 14 through 17, Psalm 96, and the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 23, verses 23 to 26. So Basically, the readings are are discussing that our Christian faith is based on, or our tradition rather, is written in oral, sacred scripture, and then orally handed down by the disciples. And this is Paul talking to the Thessalonians, because these guys are freaking out, right? They're they're just like, hey, we missed the boat. There was a guy the other day who just told us that. Jesus already came and left. We missed it. So why are we going to be worrying about him coming again? And then, you you know, so there's all this not knowing. And so it leaves rooms for wicked people to deceive and to make it work for their benefit. So they can become the false prophet and gain money. You know, and in one of them, Paul's saying, let no one deceive you in any way. So don't be astray by deception. Yeah, we don't know when he's coming. Of course not. We know he is, though. Everything we've seen, and uh, even up to now with this pandemic going on, with the world's fighting, all the chaos going on, the riots, the hate, Everything is falling to the letter. Does history repeat itself? Maybe, yeah. Why? Because we don't listen. We get complacent. Oh, that was a long time. Times are good now. We don't need to worry about this. Yes, Jesus is our Lord, but uh, we don't need him right now. Have we not heard that? Of course. But see, these deceivers, and this is why I... I, you know, more and more, I'm convinced that my faith and the church I belong to, I need to stay put. Okay. Because we have the magisterium. And when they get together with the Pope and they write, they're inspired. The stuff that has been written cannot be changed. It can be reinterpreted, but it cannot be changed because it's infallible. True stuff. And this discernment. You know, I can only imagine the Holy Spirit leading these people, leading these bishops, cardinals, the College of Bishops, right? You know, the Pope. And then you have the theologians, 
the scholars that have studied years, understand, are given the gift of wisdom. They now work together, no, though they're not part of the magisterium. However, they do speak to them, guide them, concur their studies. Yes, that's so true. You know, they, they collaborate, they cooperate or collaborate, sorry. And they see that through the Holy Spirit, this is true stuff. So, am I as clean on the inside as I represent on the outside? Sorry, I'm just so excited to get started today. I forgot to do the intro. So, you know, so you, sometimes we're caught by surprise, right? We find that we learn of someone being accused of something immoral, especially our our people of today that follow follow these false gods, lower G. These Hollywood stars. And they're always plagued with something, being accused of something, doing something, something immoral. Well, you can't serve two gods, folks. Sorry. If you're gonna serve God, you're not gonna be you're not gonna be famous. You're gonna be infamous if you follow Satan, that's for sure. Yeah, you'll probably be wealthy, but who's gonna be wealthier in the end? Them or us? Hopefully us. We follow what God says, right? We follow tradition, scripture, oral language, our conscience talking to God. I remember an evangelical couple in the late 80s that were caught in misappropriation of funds. They're trying to hush people, cover up a rape. See, even in our church, man has done her wrong, done wrong to the church. Human. Not the church. And as people always say, well, you Catholics, y'all, you know, y'all are always doing it. No, it's not Catholics, not the Catholic church. Because if you look at all the other religions, they all have their people that have gone amok. We need to know the men and women, regardless of the lay or consecrated life, that they're human and they're subject to falling to sin. This is why it's so important that we pray for our priests. We pray for our, our, our consecrated life people. We pray for each other that we do not fall to sin. Because the biggest challenge, the biggest war that's going on is that Satan has a war against God's people. Why? Because he wants to destroy God. He wants to destroy the, the even knowledge that Jesus came to the earth, came to our world. If you notice the cross, name of the Father, the head, the Son, where Jesus comes down to earth, and the Holy Spirit, as we cross ourselves, we're wrapped around with his love. Jesus calls to us, to recalls on us, to reflect in ourselves. Look inside us. Are we clean inside? When we accept the call to serve God, we are representing the trust of the church. She's trusting us to do right. And how do we remain on, on the path? 
See, because the church, she and her purity is always targeted by worldly attacks. There are good people. There are very good people out there. And we need to pray and pray together, pray for them, pray for each other, pray for ourselves. So that we're not targeted by these worldly attacks. I always examine my conscience. Because I know it's my conscience that speaks to God. Thanks, thanks to my parents and to all the nuns, priests, teachers, friends, family. They have instilled the goodness in me. I give them thanks because that's what learns the conscience to understand that God is speaking to us. But I always examine my conscience to make sure that I do not have any doors open for Satan to sneak in and begin to destroy my relationship with God and his people. Even the slightest argument at home stains the insight of the chalice of my devotion to God. Reconciliation is the washcloth that washes our inside. Gospel of Matthew chapter 23 verse 23 through 26 Jesus said, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites, you pay tithes and mint and dill and come and and have neglected the weightier things of the law, judgment and mercy and fidelity. But these you should have done without neglecting the others. Blind guides who strain out of the gnat and swallow the camel. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You cleanse the outside of the cup and dish, but the inside they are full of plunder and self-indulgence. Blind Pharisees, cleanse first the inside of the cup so that the outside may also be clean. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, thank you for the sacrament of reconciliation. It is because of your sacrifice that I am able to be cleansed within myself. Keep us close to you, Jesus, so that we may always focus on the good. Amen.